0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and squirrels, welcome to a very special episode of Voice of the Parrot Podcast. I am your host, Shasta Ray, and I am joined in the studio by none other than Zoltan, the podcast bird, as well as everybody's favorite baby cockatiel, Murray. And uh, Murray is eating a pumpkin seed on top of my new recording booth, and now Zoltan has joined the fun apparently. So, um, you never know what you're gonna get when you start recording with animals in the studio, and I have never seen Zoltan interested in a pumpkin seed before. Murray is destroying a pumpkin seed, and Zoltan is swooping in for the kill when it comes to the crumbs that he's leaving behind. So, yeah, now you're hearing pecking. Okay, so like I said early on in this podcast, I am going to let the birds be birds and where possible, if it's not too interfering with the sound and the audio, I'm going to let them make their natural noises, mostly because I want everyone to kind of have that experience of what's it like to have a baby bird? What's it like to have a bird? They like to be up in your business. I am telling you, if they love you, they want to see what you're doing. They want to spend time with you. And that's just part of it. So if I want a feathered little cute co-host, or a few of them, I have to uh, make it work. And you guys may have to suffer in the process. And that's just part of the fun, right? (laughs) All right. so what do we got? What makes this such a special episode? Oh my gosh, this is Season 1, Episode 8, by my numbering system. But don't forget, we had the pre-episode and we had the trailer. So, by my podcast host site, this is our 10th episode. This is a small new milestone in the grand scheme of things for a new little baby podcast. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. So thanks for sticking around. We're at episode 10, technically, um, even though by my numbering system it's episode 8. And now that we are through the entire meet and greet series and you know the entire flock, For those of you who stuck with it through the entire meet-and-greet series, guess what? You are an honorary flock member now. Yay! Welcome to the flock. Glad to have you. I hope you continue to hang out with us and join us for more fun. So what does this mean for you? We're past the meet-and-greet series. Why is this a momentous occasion? It's because we are going to be starting a... Oh, well, hello, Zoltan. Hi, baby. We are going to be starting our regular content very quickly. We're going to start talking about... Oh, apparently we have news. There's our news music. So, what is in the budgie news this week? Holy cow, we've got a few things in budgie news. First, we have a baby bird adhered to my headset. And then we have Zoltan wanting to get in on the action. And he might be jumping on my head here pretty soon. So... This week, the biggest thing in the news is that Moose Moose was thrown in jail, and Moose Moose has just been out of control lately. As I mentioned, she is an English budgie. She's a hen. The hens tend to be a little bit weirder in the head, and apparently English budgies even more so. So her biggest infraction is she's been picking on Zoltan. She was pulling his tail the other day, and... (laughs) She got a stern, no, 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 don't do that. And then I had to put her in jail. I put her in her cage for about five minutes. I don't know that it was all that horrible of a jail sentence because she likes her cage and there's treats in there. And uh, all the other birds were, you know, hanging out waiting for her to be released. But why why, why is this a big infraction? Well, budgies tend to pull each other's tails anyway. They do it to pick on each other. There's other reasons they do it. I might actually make an episode about that. But Moose Moose snuck up behind Zoltan, grabbed his tail with one foot so he couldn't get away, and then stood on his tail, grabbed about mid-tail with her beak, and then she leaned into it the other way. Like, she leaned back to pull on his tail, and he was squeaking He was trying to run. His little feet weren't doing anything. It was like he was on a little budgie treadmill. And uh, it's really, really hard for me when these things happen because it's like trying to get pissed off at a a bunch of jelly beans. (laughs) (laughs) Or cartoons or something. And uh, so I just kind of chased her off from Zoltan's tail, and I told her, no, 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 you don't do that. Bad bird. And she got stuck in jail which I I think all it really did is act as a distraction in the moment and make her stop doing it, because she still does it. She chases him around until she can pull off his tail. So I've been trying to break the habit, but yeah, it was the first time I've ever put any of my birds in a timeout for being naughty, and uh, I don't know why she does that to poor little Zoltan. It's almost like she singles him out and uh, is just silly about it. There goes Zoltan again. Also in the news... Murray is starting to flap like a champ. Oh my gosh. He has had a couple feathers replaced on his wings already. I mentioned that he came to me as a clipped bird and his wings were trimmed. So he was not flapping very well the first couple of months I had him and his confidence was low. So we've been playing flapping games and now that he's Getting a little bit of confidence. He's getting a little bit of air. Oh, Zoltan's very excited. And he's flapping through the house now. He's doing really good landings. He's landing on my head, on my shoulder, on my hand. And he responds really, really well to praise. So, what's up, Zoltan? Zoltan's reminding me to say that he does very good landings also. He just did one a little bit ago. And Anyway, it's it's been exciting because I've been watching this little guy go from not being able to really do anything with his wings to being able to fly through the house. He did a figure eight the other day on his own. He also flapped two entire circles around me one day. I've seen him do U-turns. He can hover in the air. Sometimes, though, he gets going really quick and he just... He ends up somewhere. He doesn't remember to navigate in the moment or turn or something, and he ends up in a closet or behind something. Uh, one day, a couple of days ago, he ended up behind my little... I have a real short little entertainment system kind of a thing where I have my stereo equipment, and he was behind there. He didn't know how to get out. And by the time I made it over there and looked over the edge, he's hissing at all of the cables. <laughs> he didn't know where he was. It was really comical. So the point is, if you have a baby bird, sometimes the flying process, especially like if they don't know how to fly yet, they're just learning, they've had clipped wings, whatever, it is a process they have to learn, their muscles have to get in shape, and their cardio has to get in shape also. So every day he's been doing better, it's been a lot of fun, we've been playing flapping games, and he always gets a lot of praise, and sometimes even some treats afterwards. The downside to this is your little baby bird that loves you so much, he just wants to be involved in everything and see what I'm into and what I'm doing. So now I can't just perk him on his perch anymore. He can flap over to me and get in the middle of stuff and make a mess when I don't want him to. So I have to be a little extra careful with that and his curiosity levels. It's a good problem to have. Back to Moose Moose. She's been having some anger outbursts. She is a very hormonally charged little female bird. I'm telling you what. I put her in her cage at night. Sometimes she just gets, like, she wants confrontation. She wants to be aggressive. She wants to be a jerk, man. She has one shred toy she's been beaten up on with her beak and yelling at. Oh my gosh. And then I, I mentioned this on Aggie's episode. You can go back and listen to that. I've been paying very close attention. She does deliberately upset Moose Moose. I think she finds it funny or something. She does have one spot in her cage where she likes to sleep. But as soon as they go into their cages at nighttime, they have a divider between them. And Aggie goes as close to Moose Moose's cage as possible. There's a little perch I have in there. And she will just sit there up against the barrier and stare at her. Meanwhile, Moose is on her side going crazy, flipping out, yelling at her, chattering, trying to threaten her. Oh my gosh, the budgie drama. It is crazy. Like I said, it is really hard to get upset at some colorful little jelly beans acting like cartoons towards each other. But you do have to take some of this a little bit seriously. I also mentioned in Zoltan's meet and greet episode that when I got his cage, I got it from somebody that was selling the cage on Craigslist, and they were going to get a bird, and they ended up changing their mind. So it was a brand new cage, a brand new set of toys and everything, and they had purchased a starter box of toys and perches and stuff from Elle and the Birds, who is a YouTube influencer, young woman, and I had also mentioned on this podcast that I wasn't sure how old she was at this point. I'm, I follow her on her Instagram. She actually just graduated high school and has been posting a series where she's moving with her family to another state, and they had to pack all the birds. She has a flock of seven birds, different species, and they had to go through the process of getting them prepped, getting them ready for an airline flight, all sorts of stuff. And on one of her little video shorts she posted lately... She has two budgies, one's a male, one's a female, and she had a divided little carrier of some sort, and the male ended up squeezing past the barrier and getting in the female's side, and the female was guarding the food dish and wouldn't let the male have any food for the whole flight. It wasn't too tragic, it was only a three-hour flight, no big deal there, but it just goes to show that... They do get very territorial, and you do have to take that into consideration when you have these birds, and not just budgies. Other species get very territorial over food dishes. Sometimes you cannot keep the same species together. Other times you can, and all birds are individuals. So always pay very close attention to the dynamics between your flock members. That's the whole point of that and make sure everybody has access to their food and nobody's being picked on too awful much, anything of that sort. It can be very entertaining as long as they're not hurting each other or doing anything truly obnoxious to stress each other out too much if it's not horrible aggression. They do tend to chase each other and play and and squabble, and they do have that drama, I think, when they are in captivity and they're their day-to-day lives are are limited. They're not out in the wild doing wild bird things. You're going to have some of that drama going on. It happens. So have fun with it and um, make sure your flock is socializing in a nice way with each other and nobody's starving to death. It can be a very real worry. And if you do have a bird that's learning new skills like flying, just keep in mind sometimes you have to work with them and give them a little bit of time for their bodies to develop and for them to learn navigation techniques and stuff like that. They're not going to start flying and be experts all at once. They do need some practice, and it's a great way to bond with them. And when they're just learning, gosh, use that as a way to start teaching recall. I'm starting to teach Murray how to come uncalled. He's not very good at it yet. But here again, he's still a baby. He's still just learning. But when he does decide to fly to me, he's doing really great. You always want to make them have some kind of a reward when they do what you ask of them. And that's the best way to teach them. And if you try something in the direction of clicker training, that works really well. For Murray's reward, he responds incredibly well to praise. So he gets a lot of praise. He gets neck scratches. He gets a lot of attention. And then if I do have treats or something right there next to me, he'll get either like a sunflower seed or a couple bites of millet or something that he really likes when he does something spectacular. That reinforces the behaviors you want. And then on that same topic, I'll probably bring this up a lot. Make sure we as humans tend to do this, and I don't know why, we reward bad behavior just to kind of satisfy a situation in the moment, and um, if a bird's being naughty, sometimes it's easy to throw a treat in front of it so it distracts it, but what you're ultimately doing is rewarding bad behavior. So, uh, like in the case of Moose Moose, it would not have probably been very good for me to try to distract her with spray millet, because that probably would have reinforced what she was doing, and she may have tried doing it again just to get a treat. So she got a stern, no, no, no. And this is another great example in the moment. Birds can learn, no. They can learn what not to do. You can teach them. They're very, very intelligent. Murray knows what no means. Sometimes he, he tries to preen me on my skin, and usually he's very, very gentle. Every now and then he'll he'll nip a little bit because he'll find like a hang nail or something on my fingers or something and he'll get a little bit of skin in there and pinch and I'll have to no don't and he knows no they learn that way they know the tone of your voice you don't have to give them very much instructional help for them to learn exactly what you want of them so let it be a journey and be sure you're always teaching your birds make sure that they're learning how to interact with you properly and what proper behavior is, and it doesn't take that much effort just to kind of guide them in a fun way that's good for their heads. I find that the further I get into this bird journey, now granted, I do have two very easy species of birds to work with. They are incredible for learning, and they're very gentle by nature, and of course budgies are very tiny, but when you do get into bigger birds and You know, more powerful beaks. It is essential that you have your bird trained in some capacity to understand what is acceptable and unacceptable behavior. And you don't have to put a whole lot of drama or force or uh, stress into the learning process. You can actually make that learning process very enriching and fulfilling and help with your bonding process. So, that's my quick little lesson on that today. And, um, oh, looks like we've got some new music to be had here. That music is my learning drama and social media drama and startup podcast drama. All this technical stuff I'm learning, all this, the mechanics of putting on a show and mechanics of hooking stuff up. Oh my gosh, it's just another form of news. Because, you know, I know that all of you out there want to know about the uh, startup drama that I experience. It's got to be funny, let's face it. And I am bringing this up because since you are a listener of the podcast, I like to be transparent about the podcast, talk about it a little, make you feel part of things. That's part of being a flock member. Yeah, so I, I have been checking. I am not up on... Apple Podcasts yet. Here again, it can take time to get listed. I did get my podcast submitted to them. I do believe I got the proper confirmations that it went through. It is under review. And then I think, I'm not sure, but I think it automatically enters me into the opportunity to be in the new and noteworthy category. So, I have my fingers crossed that I will be appealing enough with this presentation and with this podcast. And you guys have been listening in enough that we will have a chance at that because, oh my gosh, how awesome would that be? We would get put in front of a whole bunch of new potential flock members, people that are looking for fun bird hangout, informative podcasts about their favorite little feathered pets. So, oh my gosh. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Meanwhile, if you are listening on any kind of app that allows you to give direct positive feedback for this podcast, and this would be on any kind of app with the exception of YouTube, YouTube's a little bit different because that's just my YouTube channel and I am putting recordings of this podcast on YouTube, but it does not tie back into my host site. Is that complicated or what? Oh my gosh, sorry to burden you with that, but I can use the likes, the subscriptions, and the positive comments on that platform too. So I am including this. If you do like and prefer YouTube, by all means, share those videos, share that information, anything that you think would be helpful to anybody And all of my episodes are broadcast there. And it is not video. I use an audiogram. And what that is is like a still picture. And then they put like a sound wave kind of thing. So there is a little bit of movement and video aspect to it. Makes you feel like you're watching something. So yay for all of you. We have been getting quite a few listeners. So that has been amazing. We are well into the 200s on the downloads already. I think that's awesome. So thank you for everyone that's been tuning in. I appreciate you joining the fun. Also, in the techie drama here and everything I'm learning, I have, oh my gosh, I mentioned it online. I'm not sure if I mentioned it here, but if you go to the website voiceoftheparrot.com, mash down on that products link. It'll take you to a page that I set up with just other links on it. And I have my Etsy shop up and operational with even a few amazing products so far. Now, unfortunately, the pictures of the products are not quite as amazing. I am working on learning mock-ups. I am learning on uh, Etsy presentation. And I am... Still kind of massaging a few of the prices and descriptions and, of course, the tags and all that that helps you get products found in the first place. So it is in the administrative process, and I'm still learning the organization of all of my listings and everything. Just got that up and going a couple days ago, so everything is very, very new. Please, by all means, go favorite that shop. Look around, see if you see anything. And as honorary new flock members, some of the first products I put out there so that you could support the show if you would like to are team t-shirts for all of the flock members. So pick your favorite bird out of my flock, and you can probably wear a team Zoltan shirt, or a team Moose Moose shirt, or maybe a team Murray shirt. We've also got team Aggie, team Mike, and team Cricket. Of course, they're all there. And I have done a lot of research on this. I am putting everything on really decent quality t-shirts. The team shirts are on the basic F... Oh, where are you going, Zolly? Hey, buddy. So all of the flock team shirts are on a Gildan... Uh, It's the Gildan 64,000 soft style t-shirt, which I have actually had like t-shirts that I've purchased in the past that are that particular shirt. They are amazing. They're soft and they have a nice drape and um, they're not that super stiff. You know, sometimes you buy a t-shirt and they're heavy and stiff and they're not comfortable to wear. These are very comfortable. They're wonderful. So for some of my upcoming designs, I don't have them out there yet, but for some of them, I am going to have stuff that probably appeals to the ladies just a little bit more. So for those, I'm going to be using Bella canvas shirts. I may be doing some Bella canvas shirts for the the guys stuff. I'm going to have some stuff that's probably a little bit more appealing to the, the fellows out there too. And I am also going to be creating a lot of my own artwork designs for home decor. Everything in the Etsy shop is bird-related in some way or another. A lot of it is my own designs, and in some cases I have sought out artwork. I have purchased the artwork and the licensing to be able to reproduce it on my own designs and mash it up that way. So take a look-see, see what you see, and I also have Voice of the Parrot tote bags Currently, if you want something with a logo on it for the podcast, I chose the tote bags for that because, you know, everyone can use some reusable, a a reusable tote bag for their groceries or to get things from point A to point B. Hey, you know what? It would be a clever gift bag idea for a larger object. Also a reusable kind of gift bag. I do that with a lot of stuff, actually. You know, Christmas stockings, that sort of thing. They make amazing little gift bags. If you have a birthday or a Christmas birthday or a Christmas gift or a holiday gift or whatever, oh my gosh, I'm going to have some uh, holiday things. And maybe even I found one company where I can do my own gift wrap. So uh, a lot of stuff that I'm going to be selling in the Etsy shop goes... Oh, Zolly, come here, buddy. Hi, buddy. Going to hang out with the microphone? Okay, Zoltan's going to hang out with me right here, I guess. So I'm going to have a lot of really fun items and a lot of different items. And you can just know that I am putting these together myself. Oh my gosh, all the designs, all of the prints, all of that is my special creation in some way or another. Holy cow, sometimes I have to mash it up with some existing stuff. But but it is your bird merch for you for the bird lovers, and not just parrot stuff. I am going to be having all kinds of bird stuff. Bird this, bird that, this kind of species, that kind of species. Something for everybody. And I am really, really stoked about doing that. So thanks in advance for going and checking that out and contributing to the fun that way. Oh my gosh. Also, since this kind of falls into the category of being technologically challenged. Here again, I don't think we are up in Apple Podcasts yet. Okay, this is getting very, very challenging because I have to flip a piece of paper over to be able to read it, and I've got a bird on each wrist, so this is getting kind of crazy. So, I have had actually one person, Michael, my cousin, holy cow, he messaged me and he said that he listened in, he was enjoying the show, but he has his favorite podcast app. We're going to get to that in a minute because I am going to address that. It comes into all of this. So far, from what I can tell on my website, host site, we are on Spotify. Of course, we're on the Podbean app, Safari. There's various different Chrome apps, I think, out there. It's kind of generic on the how it shows on my stats end of thing, but it looks like Chromecast. There's an Alexa device that's being used. Audible. It looks like I'm on uh, with Audible. It would be in just Amazon's database, generally speaking. So anything that they have that has to do with podcasts, we are in Google Podcasts, TuneIn Plus Alexa, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes, Player FM, Samsung, and Boom Play. With that said, my cousin Michael wanted to see if I could get listed in Pocket Casts. Uh, That's his favorite app, so I did a little poking, and as soon as I get accepted into Apple, fingers crossed it happens quickly, I will automatically, at that time, show up in Overcast, Pocket Casts, Castro, CastBox, PodFriend, and good pods. So, all of a sudden, all of those will suddenly have us listed in case you are a fan of any of those apps out there. So, thank you, Michael, for your suggestion, and you just hang tight. We will be up and listed in Pocket Casts as soon as Apple reviews my submission. And then, just really quick for this little fun episode that we're doing today, I wanted to say I've been. Uh, really stumped up on how I wanted to present all of my normal episodes. So I think there's going to be a couple different fun formats, and the first fun format would be when I have guests, and I am already in the process of inviting some guests. I've had a couple of people accept a couple of invites. I am not going to start putting guest spots out there until I know that I am in Apple. So Oh my gosh, keep your fingers crossed, and I have a bona fide science guy going to be on. Oh my gosh, and I have a pigeon guy going to be on. So stay tuned, you don't want to miss either of those, because we're going to make that fun. Really great people. I have a couple of breeders, I hope you're out there listening, that I hope will agree to be on. They have already been like, kind of, yeah, you know, we'll think about that. And then I have had a couple of suggestions of people who to have on. Last but not least, I am going to start sending out invites and putting the feelers out for a few other guests that I have ideas for. So I hope to make this a really fun, fun, fun place to be when it comes to my guest spots. And then when it comes to me and the flock doing episodes together like we are today, I am coming up with some really fun ways to present information that should shake things up a little bit, keep it different every time, and um, of course we can always massage the format on that as we go, but I think I'm going to do something where I kind of like draw a topic and then we discuss it, and I've already started a topic jar of sorts that we can dig through and see what comes out in the moment and have a lot of fun with that. Shoutouts. Okay, so that goes into the format. It's another thing that's kind of a new thing. We've got shout outs. Yay. So, of course, we want to do a shout out, oh my gosh, to my cousin Michael. Michael, thanks for tuning in and joining the fun. Thanks for your suggestions. Here again, just hang in there. We are going to have you listening in on Pocket Cast as soon as Apple takes notice of us. I would like to give a big shout out to Darla and her two birds. Einstein and Jaster. I think it's Jaster. It's not Jasper. It's Jaster. Did I hear that right? Yes. Okay, she had a couple of really awesome suggestions for guests in the future that I'm going to check out, and she just has really awesome birds. Einstein is a Lutino Indian ringneck, and Jaster is an Amazon. I forgot what kind of Amazon. He's kind of ornery, though. And those are her two birds, and they are uh she adopted them. They'd had previous homes, and she's not their first owner. So yay for Darla for adopting a bird in need back when you adopted those two. Gorgeous birds, gorgeous birds. And last but not least, I want to give a big shout out. I exchanged some texts with my cousin Lynn. My cousin Lynn is visiting her sister-in-law Terry, who's feeling under the weather lately, and Terry's got the most adorable oh my gosh, Quaker parrot named Sunny, and I got a picture of Sunny. Sunny is very cute. Oh my gosh, Quaker parrots are adorable, generally speaking. I love their little voices. Has any of you ever heard a Quaker parrot talking? They're also called monk parakeets. I cannot have one. They are illegal in my state. They are illegal in some states, but not every state, and that's because they can be an invasive species. At any rate, I just wanted to send a big shout out to Terry and my cousin Lynn and Sonny the Quaker parrot. I hope all of you are having fun hanging out together, and Terry, I hope you're feeling better. Lynn, we got to do a video chat soon, so let me know when you have availability. Okay, last but not least, I have been being a good bird. (laughs) I was sitting and working the other day and Murray was on his playstand, and he started chattering and talking, and we play the talkie game. Suddenly, he just looked at me, and he says, You're being a good bird. And I was completely floored, because I didn't even know I said that to him enough for him to pick up on it. Oddly enough, I haven't heard him say it since. So apparently, the other day, I was being a very good bird, and uh, yeah, that made me feel good. So make sure that you have fun playing with your birds and find ways that they can play back with you and yeah, they are just such an enrichment in their lives. It's so much fun. I hope that inspires someone to teach your bird to talk and talk to your birds. Sometimes it's fun to see what they're going to just pick up on that you say to them all the time. You don't even realize what they're saying. When Zoltan was still talking, one day he says to me just out of nowhere, he goes, come here. What are you doing? So I'm hoping that he'll start picking up on stuff again now that Marie's around him and talking and saying some of his old catchphrases. Oh my gosh. Anyway, all right, I think that's all I've got time for this time, and I think we've covered everything I wanted to cover. Oh my gosh, it is a wonderful feeling knowing that this is our tenth actual broadcast that we've had, and I hope you're all having fun out there. If any of you have any suggestions, any questions you want to write in, tell me about your birds, you want to send me a picture, anything, the email is voiceoftheparrot at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out the website at voiceoftheparrot.com. And if you would like a website where you can just listen in to all of the episodes without having to download an app on your phone, of course you can go to voiceoftheparrot.show. Oh my gosh! how fun! We're turning into a real entity. We're turning into a whole system. We've got an Etsy shop. Go shopping, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye!